Turn with me to Psalm 100. Psalm 100. We are, again, glad you're here. Psalm 100, as you're turning, uh, let's go ahead and pray this evening. Father, we love you and we are so thankful for who you are. We're so thankful that we have the privilege and the opportunity to gather here together tonight to open your precious word. Lord, thank you for the salvation that you freely offered. Thank you for the sacrifice of your dear son on the cross of Calvary. Thank you for the empty tomb. Thank you for the promises of a home in heaven. And Lord, as we come to your word tonight, I pray that you'd encourage us that you would uh, stir within our hearts joy and comfort and peace. Help us tonight. I know that there are many uh, things, uh, cares of the world to think about, but I pray tonight that we would just focus on you for a little while here and uh, just realize uh, that we have much to be thankful for. I certainly am thankful for these who are here. We pray for the many who are unable to be with us tonight. Lord, thank you for the ones that are tuned in watching online as well. I pray uh, that you'd be uh, with every aspect of the service, help, uh, Lord, for the stream to continue strong this evening. And uh, I pray that you would just bind the devil and help us to have uh, clear and open hearts and minds to receive what you have for us. We certainly do love you, and we thank you for your love for us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, let's see. <clears throat> we certainly have our share of troubles and trials and we could certainly spend a lot of time tonight lamenting over those troubles and trials. We, we all have difficulties and problems in our lives. And, um, and when I say we could spend a lot of time lamenting over those problems, mm, how is it that often that's exactly what we do? We spend our time worrying and, and complaining and murmuring about those troubles. But I want you to know, I'm glad to be here tonight. I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm glad we have a God who's almighty, who's alive, and who's able. I'm glad He loves us. I'm glad He leads us. I'm glad He's long-suffering with us. And I'm glad He lives within us who are saved. We certainly do have so much to rejoice about. So I want to preach to you tonight a Valentine's Day message. I was talking to Brother Richard a little earlier this evening. I said, I don't know. I said, what I'm even going to preach on tonight. I said, I, maybe, maybe Easter. And he said, well, how about Valentine's Day? I said, oh, okay. You know, cause it's Thanksgiving time and all. You know, why would we, why would we talk about Thanksgiving? But we have so much to rejoice about. Look with me. Psalm 100. Psalm 100. We'll read the entirety of this lengthy psalm. And aren't you thankful it's a long one? Psalm 100, verse 1, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. I don't know about you, but I get a little tired of being called a sheep. You know, sheep are dumb. I guess if the shoe fits. Let's go on. Verse 4. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth endureth to all generations. 
Look back at verse 4 with me. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be what? Thankful. Thankful unto Him and bless His name. Why? Verse 5. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth endureth to all generations. There's on your worksheet. What's that word? Thankful. And I want you to know tonight, the word thankful is found three places in your Bible. The word thankful in that form is found three places in your Bible. The first is right here in Psalm 100 and verse 4. The third is found in Colossians chapter number 3 and verse 15. In Colossians 3.15, the Bible says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. The second one, however, is found in Romans chapter number 1. Romans chapter number 1 and verse 21, and it's a woeful warning. Romans 1.21, the Bible says, Because that, when they knew God... They glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Now, I don't want any of us tonight to be vain in our imaginations. That means worthless in our worship. That means worshiping worthless things because it's foolish and it blinds us to the lovely light of the Lord. So with that word thankful on your sheet, if you haven't already figured it out, we're going to walk through some enduring truths that warm our heart in the wisdom of God. So uh, let's just get started. I won't say number one. I'll just say T. T. Thankful for Terry. It's not what's in my notes, but I'm thankful for, for my wife. I certainly am. Thankful for truth. Thankful for truth. Now, you get, get your pen ready because I won't ask you to turn to all these places, but i got a handful of Scripture to give you for each one of these tonight. Hopefully it will be a help to you. But Psalm 40 and verse 11. Psalm 40 and verse 11. The Bible says, Withhold not thou thy tender mercies from me, O Lord. Now, you could also write, Thankful for tender mercies. But the verse goes on, Withhold not thou thy tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth continually preserve me. Let me ask you a question. Aren't you thankful for the tender mercy and love and grace and kindness from the Lord? Oh my, what a blessing, what a truth that we have that God is merciful and God is loving and God has grace and God is willing to show kindness. What a truth that that is. But in John chapter number 8 and verse 32, the Bible says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And so that brings us to another question. And as I look around tonight, uh, I, I believe that I know your answer this evening, but we all have to answer this question. Do you know the truth? 
You say, well, it says, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Do you know the truth? You say, well, what's truth? John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I am so thankful tonight for the truth that is the living Word of God and the written Word of God. And I'm not just thankful that I know Jesus, but I'm so thankful that He knows me. What a blessing. You know why I'm so thankful that He knows me? Because there is that passage in the Scripture where Jesus will say, Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Aren't you glad tonight that Jesus knows you? If you're here and saved, He knows you. Why? He died for you. If you're here tonight and not saved, Jesus died for you. And He wants you to know Him. And He really wants to know you. I'm thankful that I know Jesus. I'm thankful that He knows me. Letter H. Mm, I'm thankful for hot coffee. I'm thankful for hot cakes. I'm thankful for jalapenos. That doesn't start with an H. I'm thankful for heaven. Oh, we ought to be thankful for truth. The truth is we can be thankful for heaven. Now, I'm not going to give you verses for all of these, but I I want you to understand tonight when we think about heaven, there's a throne in heaven. There's a triumph in heaven. There's a treasure in heaven. There's a timeless eternity in heaven. Wait, there's an end of troubles, trials, and tears in heaven. Well, glory to God for that. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Oh, that reminds me of First Thessalonians chapter 4 and verses 16 through 18. First Thessalonians 4, 16 through 18, for the Lord Himself. Hey, for the Lord Himself. For the Lord Himself. He's not going to send a messenger. He's coming back. Amen. This same Jesus is coming again. For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. What did Jesus say in John 14? Let not your hearts be troubled. And under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul writes, comfort one another with the truth that yes, there is a place. And yes, Jesus is preparing that place. And yes, Jesus is coming again to receive His own. Oh, I don't know about you. I'm thankful for truth. I'm thankful for heaven. 
Don't be troubled. Trust the truth. Think of heaven and be thankful. Hey, let me just throw this in. There are a lot of folks today that are trying to convince folks, other folks, uh, that, oh, you know what? There's no such thing as a pre-tribulational secret rapture of the saints in the Word of God. This is some new theory that was invented by some guy named Darby in the 1930s. How is it then that Jesus spoke of it? How is it then that the Apostle Paul wrote of it? How is it then that it's all through our Bible? It's not very comforting for me to think that we're going to face the wrath of God that He said we'd never face. We're not appointed under wrath if we're saved. Hey, don't let folks steer you from the truth. You just stick to the truth. Letter A. You know, it's good to be thankful for truth and it's good to be thankful for heaven. But here's what makes it possible for you to be thankful for those things. Letter A, thankful for atonement. Thankful for atonement. Romans chapter 5, verses 10 and 11. If you hadn't figured it out tonight, we'll just have ourselves a little bit of a praise pep rally. Let's just think about how good God is and who God is and all that He's done. And maybe, just maybe, For a little while, it'll get our minds off of the cares of the world and just help us to have that thankful heart. Thankful for atonement. Romans chapter 5, verses 10 and 11. Romans chapter 5, verses 10 and 11. I love this. For if when we were enemies... Oh my. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more... Being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. Can I remind you that on the third day, the stone rolled away and Jesus walked out alive, conquering death, hell, and the grave, always alive forevermore, never to see death again. We shall be saved by His life. Wait, and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Say, really? What does that mean? Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. Oh, I'm thankful for the cross of Calvary, but I'm even more thankful for the Christ that hung on that cross and shed His sinless blood to pay my sin debt that we could be saved. Thankful for atonement. Letter N. Thankful for nothing. Oh, sorry. You know, it's kind of hard to come up with a positive word that starts with N. No. That's not a positive word. Nothing. That's not a positive word. Here's one. Nurture. Thankful for nurture. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4. The Bible says this, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition, watch, of the Lord. The word nurture means something that feeds, something that educates, something that promotes growth. 
Notice here in this verse that we're to be brought up and built up in the nurture of the Lord. That means by His care, by His feeding, by His teaching, by His supplying. Psalm 142, verses 4 and 5. Psalm 142, verses 4 and 5. Brother Robert and I were talking about this verse, or these verses, uh, on Sunday night. Psalm 142, verses 4 and 5. I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. Go ahead, Brother Frank. Oh, there's your gloom, despair, and agony on me right there. No man cared for my soul, he goes on. I cried unto thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Can I help you tonight? When it seems nobody else cares, God still cares. Let me say that again. We need to hear that. When it seems that nobody else cares, God still cares. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, Casting all your care upon Him. Why? For He careth for you. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19. Philippians 4, 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You say, well, what, what good is that going to do me? Well, how about Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 through 33? Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 through 33. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father, you know, the nurturer, For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. Why is it that it seems that when our road gets mm, long and it gets mm, windy and bumpy and the sky blackens and the storms roll in, that all of a sudden we fall into the trap of listening to the lie that God doesn't care for us anymore. Hey, friend, if you're here and saved, you're a child of the King. And He cares for you. He loves you. And He's interested in watching you grow and watching you learn, and supplying your need. Don't run away from Him in the tough times. Remember that He is the one who nurtures. Oh, that nurture, notice, it wasn't just bring Him up in the nurture of the Lord, but it said in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Some don'ts. You know, hey, don't do that. Caution, watch out for that. Admonish, hey, go do that. That's good. Do that. Letter K. Thankful for kisses. Oh. The Hershey's kind. Thankful for kindness. Thankful for kindness. 
And I'll have you know tonight, I'm, I'm thankful for your kindness. And I know that you're thankful for my kindness and we're thankful for the kindness of others. My wife and I were in Walmart last night and we noticed there is a glaring lack of kindness in our world today. If you don't think that this world is going to hell on a bullet train, just go to Walmart about 5 o'clock at night. You'll get a lesson on the attitude of the people in the world today. This me, me, me. Everything's about me. Me first. I'm going. Get out of my way. I had this. Like, I, I got to stop and tell you this. I just, just got to tell you this. Not fussing about this. I just want you to know uh, that this happened because I was like, what in the world? So my wife and I were walking down this aisle in Walmart, and, and as, as we're going down uh, this aisle, uh, down toward the other end, uh, there's a fellow down there. He's got a cart, and he's got all the 12 packs, it looks like, of Coca-Cola on them. He's the, the guy that, that's stocking the shelf for the Coca-Cola. Okay, so now we're down to a one-lane road. And um, Walmart's busy at, at this time, and, and uh, so we're walking down and now there's people behind me so I can't make a U-turn and exit so it's like okay well we'll just wait so then there's this this lady that's coming this way and she's got this little little girl who's touching everything grabbing everything pulling everything and the the lady she turns and cusses at the kid and I was like oh don't do that don't don't do that and you know just put that down in with all kinds of colorful words in there and uh, and so then they get out of the way and then there's this this lady, and she's pushing a cart. She is ahead of us, and I am maintaining my distance. I am no closer. The end of my cart to her is no closer than this right here. And I'm just standing there. And there's a guy with her, and he's running back and forth down the aisle. I don't know what he's looking for. I don't know what they're doing. He's not even looking at the stuff. He's just walking back and forth. And then finally, he comes over, and they go to, you know, go on again. And she goes to the end of the aisle. We get around the guy with the cart and the coat. Aren't you glad you came to church tonight? And you get around this guy with this cart. And uh, so now we're good. We're, we're going to be free. It's two lanes of traffic. No, she parks right in the middle. Now I am still no closer to her. I've not said a word. I, I don't have an angry scowl on my face. I, I, you know, I, I'm just, uh, I'm not standing back there going, well, I wish she would. No, no, none of that. I'm just, just stand there, just waiting patiently for her to move. And so as she parks her cart there, she turns around, she sees me, she realizes she can't move the cart. And I mean, she's only about Miss Linda's size, you know, and she's got this cart and it's got stuff in there. She's just this little lady, you know, one that I could have punted over into sporting goods if I wanted to. But uh, she sees, <laughs> my wife just got a visual on that one. You just have to excuse her. She grabs her cart, looking at me, and drags the cart over to the side. I never said a word. The lane opened up. I proceeded with caution. As I go next to her, I'm like, thank you. And, and I go to make the turn. Terry's behind me because it's one lane of traffic there. And as, as Terry's going back, the woman goes, How rude! You, you want to see rude? Let me go. That's what the flesh said. I'll, I'll show you rude. <laughs> Thankful for kindness. <laughs> Thankful for kindness. 
Psalm 117, verse 2. You say, what did you do? I just kept walking on and shaking my head, going, Lord, that woman needs some help. She certainly did. Psalm 117, verses 2. And I thank the God for giving me the grace to not open this big yapper under my nose and say something that I shouldn't say. Psalm 117, verse 2. For His merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. There's that truth again. Praise ye the Lord. Titus chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. Titus chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. My goodness, if there was ever a statement in the Bible that you could put my name next to, it's that one right there. And I'm like, were sometimes foolish. What? (laughs) For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of, of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, But according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. I am so thankful for the kind mercy of God. Letter F. You say, why are you so thankful for that? Because of letter F. Thankful for forgiveness. Ephesians 4.32, Ephesians 4.32, and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Psalm 86 and verse 5, Psalm 86 and verse 5, for thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon Thee. Oh, I like Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. In whom we have redemption through His blood. Don't ever get rid of the blood of Christ. That's the only way you and I can be redeemed. In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. And First John 1 verse 9. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, I'll tell you tonight, I'm thankful for truth and I'm thankful for heaven. I'm thankful for atonement and for nurture and for kindness. I'm thankful for forgiveness. Here comes the next one. You. I'm thankful for you. That's not what goes in the blank, but I am. I am thankful for you. But I'm also thankful for understanding. I'm thankful for understanding. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 20. I tell people all the time, I'm... If, if you're having a struggle in your life, if you're having a trouble in your life, if you're uh, just just can't seem to get your mind right, your heart right, 
Take some time and go read the book of 1 John. There is so much truth in that little tiny book, it will absolutely blow your mind. And the Apostle John just lays it open. We're sinners. If we say we're not sinners, we're liars. Well, then that makes us sinners, doesn't it? And it's only through God that we find forgiveness and cleansing. But when we come to 1 John chapter 5 and verse 20, the Bible says this, 1 John 5, 20, And we know that the Son of God is come and hath given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true and we are in Him that is true even in His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. God doesn't want you to have a hope-so salvation. God plans for you to have a no-so salvation. It ought to be real in your life. It ought to be real in mine. You say, well, how can it be? Because He gives us understanding. He gives us understanding. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3, through faith. You say, how do I get the understanding? Through faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Psalm 119, verse 130. I would encourage you, go home, get in Psalm 119 and just look at how many times... I know it's a lot of verses, but look at how many times the word understanding shows up in that psalm. But I'll give you one of the verses, verse 130 The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Boy, I'm glad for that. Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 6. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. It amazes me. People say, well, I don't know anything about living the Christian life. And you ask them, where are you at in your Bible? Where are you at in your prayer life? Where in, are you at in your walk with it? Well, I haven't had time to read the Word of God. How are you going to expect to get understanding from God if you won't read the textbook? This is how He speaks to us, friends, through His Word. And what a treasure that it is. You say, I need understanding, and I'm just going to ask God, and He's going to open up my head and pour it in. No, you're going to, get in his, you're going to ask Him, and you're going to get in His Word. And then it'll help you to understand what's in His Word. You say, yeah, but it's so hard. Like I said, go to 1 John, start there. It's real simple. A lot of one-syllable words that works for me. Letter L. I'll tell you what. Why don't you all just wage now a, a thought on what you think that that blank is. The letter L. Thank you. Love. Thankful for love. John chapter 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Ooh, let's go to 1 John again. 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. 1 John chapter 4. Verses 9 through 11. Now now listen to this. In this 
was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. Herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. I'm thankful for love. I'm thankful for love. Thankful. Isn't that a great list? I'm thankful for truth. I'm thankful for heaven. I'm thankful for atonement. I'm thankful for nurture. I'm thankful for kindness. I'm thankful for forgiveness. I'm thankful for you. Understanding. I'm thankful for understanding. And I'm certainly thankful for love. Tonight, can I ask you, isn't He a great God? (laughs) Wow, my goodness. He's worthy and how often we just mm, fail. Don't put your paper away yet. See, y'all get, y'all just get too excited. You're like, oh, he's closing. Uh, did I say that? Until the wheels hit the ground. You stay in your seat with your seat belts fastened, your tray table up, your seat in upright position. Some of you need to fly a little bit more. You understand that, you know, the no smoking sign is still lit. Can I ask you a question, just just side note? How long has it been since it's been permissible to smoke on an airplane? A long time. Why do they still turn that light on and tell you about it? Okay. I guess it's for all the pot sticks that people are smoking now. Let's go back to Psalm 100. Maybe your Bible's still there. Psalm 100. I just want to step through this psalm again. We talked about all of these things to be thankful. And we talked about that He's such a wonderful God. Verse 1. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Verse 2. Serve the Lord. With gladness. How are you going to serve with gladness? You're going to remember the list of things to be thankful for. Verse 4. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. Verse 5. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endureth to all generations. Back to verse 4. Let's be thankful unto Him. And bless His name. I close with this statement. Happy Thanksgiving, friends. Let's pray.